Let's go out to one half of that program. His name is Daryl Ryder. He's our Browns insider, brought to you by Scheiben Jewelers, Cleveland's premier jewelry store. Daryl, how are we doing tonight? Uh, doing good, Jonathan. How are you? I saw the YouTube video. First off, congrats on being on YouTube. Uh, James Rapine. <laughs> James Rapine out there today. <laughs> yeah, uh, got to catch up with James. A little uh, preview. So we did a, uh, I guess, and it's always game day in Cleveland bonus drop uh, earlier today. So subscribe mm. to the YouTube channel. Subscribe to the podcast. Uh, leave us comments. Rate us. All that good stuff. But most importantly, listen. Yeah, you're spoiling the people out there. I thought it was funny how uh, you you opened the the program, so to speak, asking James like, so so Joe Burrow's playing on Sunday, right? And he's like, yeah, 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 he's he's playing. And but it was funny because James gave this answer of it was almost like, if one more person asked me this question <laughs> that I have no way of knowing is right, but I but we all know is right, I'm gonna lose my mind. Well, you know, I had to get it on the record, right? You have I mean, to. It, it, you have sometime, to. You know, I. Uh, Growing up, you know, always told, don't don't ever ask a question you know the answer to, right? Well, in our business, we have to ask the questions that we know the answer to because we have to get it on the record. There is no assuming anything. You know what happens mm-hmm. when you assume. I, I do know that. Okay. Well, there you go. So I had to get it on the record. I liked it. I just think it was really funny. James' facial expressions will never, they will never. Uh, uh, get old. Yeah, exactly right. And, and plus, does it look like. Mine either. Yes, yours are classic. <laughs> I you you're a fantastic. You know what I love about you on YouTube? Can I give you a compliment really quick? Please go right ahead. I'm guessing it's not my face, it's more so my backdrop. No, no. <laughs> I I like that if I have it on mute, if I have it on mute, I can just I could be watching you and still entertained and I don't even have to hear a word <laughs> you're saying and I think it's I think it's interesting. It's like when you if you if you have like uh, ESPN on and I, I don't right now cuz the spectrum it's a it's a hard it's a sore subject. We don't go down we don't want to go down that road right now. But uh but with Stephen A, Stephen A does the same thing. I I don't have to listen to him. I'm just like I just I can't stop watching. This is magnetic. You threw me in the same uh same sentence and category as Stephen A Smith. I don't Know whether to take that as a compliment or an insult. Uh, two people that both make $10 million a year. That's the bucket I'm putting you guys into. Oh, wow. Hang on. Am I off there? No, hang on a second. I'm checking my contract. <laughs> my, pay, my, my pay stub last week was a little short. Ah, it actually would be really funny. A little short for the last 12 years <laughs> with be, that. It would be really funny if everyone working at this station just made, you know, like what they make and it is what it is. And then one person just made like 20x what anyone makes here. I don't know why that'd be really funny to me. <laughs> I was get I was about to say something that would have gotten me in a lot of trouble. I will just have to text it to you later. Okay. Please do. Uh you said sometimes you got to ask the question to get the the answer on record. So let me ask you this. Where's your confidence with Deshaun entering week 1 after hearing him speak today? Um I don't know about uh, the con- – I don't get extra confident based off words and what people say. Um, I need to see it on the field. So my confidence level in Deshaun uh, is, is already high to begin with, but um, it'll be even higher if he goes out and he just you know sets the Cincinnati Bengals defense on fire. That would be uh, a, a nice confidence boost. So, uh, I, look, I, I liked what he said. Uh, I thought he handled all the questions very well. He does come off very confident, very focused in what he wants to get accomplished, not only Sunday, but 
uh, throughout this football season. But, yeah, I, I don't get caught up in winning press conferences anymore. Uh, I, I, that might have been guilty of that, you know, 10 years ago or so. But uh, not so. Uh, fool me once. You know, you know how that goes. So, yeah, mm-hmm. but let, let's see what he does uh, Sunday. Let's see what he does the first four weeks of the season here, uh, which uh, I think are going to really set the tone for the remainder of the year when they come back from that bye week. See, there, I'm typically where you are as well. I, I'm the first one to be like, why, why are we even doing this with the press conference? They're not telling the truth anyway, and they're wasting our time. That's- well, because they're contractually obligated to do it. Well, okay? that, that they are. And I am contractually obligated to be there to ask the question. Well, but, but, what, what, I, what I'll say about know? this, though, Daryl, is that I, I I liked it. Relative to what we saw when he was at that golf outing, when before he'd done all the work with Kevin Stefanski, and you could hear him there, and he just he just sounded like, Hey, I'm confident, but I'm I don't have reason to be confident. This felt like <laughs> this felt like Sunday's coming. I'm ready for Sunday to come. Let's do this, and I love that. Love that. All right. Well, that's fair enough. Like I said, let's uh, we'll see how things go Sunday. Yeah, I mean, he might be delusional. I have no idea. Like that's also in the cards as well. He might just be delusional. But I like to believe that he knew where he was when he was in Houston, and he know he knows what it takes to get back there. And so I'll have the if he's saying he's there. We'll find out on Sunday, obviously. Well, but. I mean, he did give the quote of the day in response to my question today. Yes. So, uh, you know, um, if he is – and Anthony Walker was fantastic and asked about it. He said, well, that, that's scary <laughs> to think about Deshaun being better than uh, what he was uh, in 2020 with the Houston Texans. So, look, the Browns need it. Uh, they need him to be on par or better than, uh, you know, him leading the NFL in passing uh, in 2020. And, uh, unfortunately, though – the year they did that, well, I think the Texans won four or five games that year. So he four, was great. Yeah. Uh, he had to throw the ball a lot because they were losing all the time. But, um, yeah, they, they need Deshaun to play at an elite level. They don't necessarily need him to lead the pa- league in passing, but he's got to play at the same level as Patrick Mahomes and Joe Burrow and Josh Allen and Lamar Jackson, right? If, if that That is the new standard that he has to – uh, or I should say the new group, rather, that he needs to ascend to because, uh, A, the Browns are paying him that way. B, they gave up a boatload of draft picks to get him here, right? Uh, and, and C, if he doesn't, well, um, then they're not going to achieve what they ultimately want to achieve, and that's to win a Super Bowl at some point here. Our Browns insider, Daryl Ryder, joining us here on 92.3 The Fan. Daryl, If I were to tell you one of these two things will happen this year in in relation to Nick Chubb, which do you think would be more likely? Nick Chubb... Uh, Getting kicked in the face or in the stomach? No, no, no. These are both good ones. Oh, okay. Okay. All right. right. Yeah, these are are good ones. I think you'll you'll like these ones. By the way, show callback from last night. Those of you just listening tonight missed last night's program. There you go. And it's still up on the Odyssey Rewind app, so feel free. And it's still up on your Twitter feed. It's all there. It's all there. Either way. Nick Chubb either rushes the ball like Derrick Henry as far as attempts are concerned, or Nick Chubb turns into more like Austin Eckler than we've ever seen Nick Chubb be, and his pass-catching pass catching ability uh, becomes more of a focal point. Which which of the two? Uh, a. Really? Yeah, I, yeah, I mean, they're, look, they're not turning Nick Chubb into a wide receiver here. They, he might get a few more touches than he normally would in the passing game, but let's say, uh, you know, let, let's – Let's slow the roll here a little bit. They, 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 you got David Njoku. You got all. You got you know five, six receivers. They're fine. They're going to pick and choose their spots. I think with uh, Nick Chubb in the passing game, which is what they have done since they drafted him. 
Um, and uh, I don't think he's uh, just off the top of my head. I don't think Nick Chubb has 250 yards receiving in any single season since he was drafted. He's come close a couple times, including uh, last year. He was around the two, I want to say 235, 240 mark uh, in receiving. Um, so, yeah, uh, he's going to be more of a running back than a receiver. They're not turning him into Demetric Felton, who, by the way, is with Cincinnati these days. Well, that's disappointing. I, I was kind of hoping he would have a little bit more Austin Eckler in him, if I'm being honest about it. I, I, I like the idea. He got a bad narrative, I thought, at Georgia, and people thought he had, like, bricks for hands, and then all of a sudden he got here, and the Browns just, I don't know if they seemed convinced of it, didn't want to utilize it. I'm not sure what happened, but if you want to create value for yourself in the NFL, becoming an Austin Eckler type or Christian McCaffrey type is a good way to do it. I mean, he is making about $12 million a year right now. Oh, I know. He's not hurting for money. But it doesn't mean that's going to be forever. Yeah, no, that, you know? That's, that's, that's true. Uh, by the way, you were right. 239 yards last year for Nick Chubb in the receiving department. Yeah, he's never he's never I had anything. Am. Yeah, I, thank you. Get used to it, right? Right. Yeah. But. Correct. Correct. 278 year two. And then they kind of moved away from that. All right. Okay. Anyway. Hey, uh, let me ask you a, uh, a, a take your fan cap on and take your journalist cap off if you could. Which team in the AFC North do you want to see not make the postseason? All of them but the Browns? No, 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 no. This is, <laughs> this is a Scantron test. You've got to fill out one of the bubbles. You don't get to choose multiple choice here. You've got to choose one. This is like dinner at my house growing up, Daryl. You get what's served, and that's it. The Ravens. Ravens? Yeah. Why? Because uh, they got two Vince Lombardi trophies that are supposed to be here. So do you just not like the Ravens more than you dislike the other teams? Uh, I thought that was pretty self-evident. Okay. Hey, listen. Hey, I'm, in the words I'm, of Harry, though, who cares? It's a rat with wings. <laughs> hey, I'm not the one from here. I just assumed everyone hated the Steelers more than they hated the Ravens. I, I, well, I see, can the, see your the, point, the, though. The, the problem with, the, with the, the, the lack of a rival with Baltimore is the Browns have sucked for 25 years for the most part, right? They, they haven't been any good. They haven't played any meaningful games against each other. So... Um, it, so it, it's it's hard uh, to have a rivalry when you're getting you know beat down on all the time, like the Browns have, uh, both by Pittsburgh and by Baltimore. So, um, but look, I I since the team has come back, I have said that the the Browns' new chief rival needs to be and should be Baltimore. I mean, at least mm-hmm. look, uh, the Steelers supported Cleveland. Like the, like Bills fans did and whatnot. Like they supported Cleveland during that whole fiasco with Art Modell and him stealing the team. So, uh, yeah, like uh, Baltimore should be enemy number one for Browns fans from now until the end of time. Interesting. Daryl Ryder brought to you by Shabin Jewelers, Cleveland's premier jewelry store. Last one. We'll get you out of here, Daryl. Uh, what is the what is an underrepresented storyline for this week one matchup that you feel like is not getting a, enough attention relative to some of the big ones? There is one. I don't. I pick your favorite. <laughs> Dealer's choice. Whatever you think. Hey, um, you you brought Demetric Felton into the equation. I don't know. I mean, well, you tell me. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, hope the roster spot was worth it for the Bengals to extract all that. The Demetric Felton Bowl. Let's get <laughs> after it. <laughs> the Demetric Bowl. Um, you know what? Um, un uh, undervalued uh, storyline. Well, uh, I'm gonna say. And it's not much of a massive one. I'll say Marquise Goodwin. You know, uh, his availability. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we're all you know focused on Denzel Ward. Is he going to play? Which I, by the way, think Denzel is going to play. 
Um, but uh, Marquise Goodwin, if he's able to be back in uh, the impact that he could have on the field, if he's uh, able to be ready to go, I, I think that uh, that is a uh, – when you look at the storylines going into this week, I, I think that that's one that's not getting a ton of attention right now. Maybe come Friday once we – you know, we get the uh, in and out and all that kind of stuff. Final injury report of the week. Uh, maybe it'll, you know, grow a little bit. But, uh, yeah, Marquise Good went a little down on the totem pole uh, today. That's a fantastic answer because it's a fantastic story. Just an interesting story in general. All right, Daryl. Thank you so much. We appreciate you as always. And uh, I will talk to you Sunday while I'm at the tailgate and you are getting ready for week one. It's incredible we made it, Daryl. Thank goodness. Real football this weekend. Hallelujah. Can't wait for it. Talk to you Sunday. You betcha, John. All right. Thank you so much. Daryl Ryder right there. Of course, brought to you by our friends at Chapman Jewelers, Cleveland's premier jewelry store. We come on back. What did Ross Tucker have to say about Brown's expectations for this year? When it comes to Deshaun, just how long are you willing to give him? 216-474-0092. On Twitter, there you can find me. I am at Jay Peterwin. It's overtime with Jonathan Peterwin here with you on The Fan. Winter Equipment Company is North America's leading manufacturer of the highest quality.